Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Coming from Iron Gate Global HQ. Sitting right by my friend and colleague, Spencer Nelson. Good afternoon, Brett. <laughs> that sounded good. I'm right here. I'm, yeah. I'm on it today. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. We got a lot of important things to discuss today, Spencer. And the overall topic, which we hope makes people relax at home piggybacks on what Brian and I talked about last week. But Spencer, tell us about this volatility in this market right now. Man, this market's been moving. A week ago, it was down 800 in one day, then down 500, up 450, down a little over 300. Talking about the Dow, S&P and NASDAQ have been right with it, moving up and down all over the place. I've had a lot of people this last week, whether it's neighbors, friends, just people in crossing say, hey, this is crazy. Up, down, all around, midterm elections, Trump presidency. Rocket man. (laughs) China, you know, all these things. And they say, this isn't normal, right? This is crazy. Well, Brett, what's your response? I know what my response is when when they ask this. What's your response? Absolutely normal. Absolutely normal. You mentioned the podcast you and Brian did to talk about just valuations in the market and where Iron Gate felt like we were. There was an also also an email sent out uh, that had a chart to in clients, it yeah. to clients uh, that had to do with the S and P five hundred intraday intra-year declines and then the calendar return. So it was a chart showing how far the market had gone down that year and where it ended up and what kind of return that was. And that's a pretty telling chart to be able to help explain to everyone that is this a crazy market? Well. You know, there's always things going on. Is it crazier than normal? No, not at all. So in that chart, Spencer, that you're referring to, it, it was it was made by J.P. Morgan. So they're the ones that made it. And the beautiful thing about a small firm like ours is we can piggyback on those larger firm studies, which is what we're doing here. And this, this shows since 1980, like Spencer mentioned, the intra-year decline in the market and then where the market finished. So on the far left of the chart, 1980, the market was down at 1.17% and finished higher 26%, which is a huge, that's a huge difference. Down 17, finishing up 26%. A couple of things I want to share with you on this chart that stood out to me. 1987, which is what everybody talks about, it seemingly, when they talk about volatility. The tech, 87, and the recent 2008 crash. But in 1987, the market was down 34%. Spencer, that's a lot. That's painful. That is as much as the financial crisis. See, a little bit more in the financial crisis, but a year similar. And you know what happened that year? We finished higher 2%. So what happens when, and I'll ask you this, Spencer, what happens typically to retail investors or any investors when the market's down 34%? What do they want to do? Well, we know the natural reaction is to sell, to get out of it, fight or flight uh, type of mentality. And I think that's really important to think about if you don't have conviction, research, and kind of history in terms of what you're investing in, it's really easy to dump those things and get rid of them because you don't have a strong belief or conviction of what they're actually worth. When you and Brian got on and talked about valuations, is the market overvalued, undervalued? We at Iron Gate are looking at individual securities. I think Berkshire is a great example of this. 
Brian knows Berkshire, I would I would say as well as anyone, yep. you know, minus Warren Buffett and Charlie himself. And and we have a clear understanding and opinion on what Berkshire is worth. And we believe it's under its intrinsic value. So last week when Berkshire was trading close to 220 and the market sinks and goes down to 205, I think it got down to 204 even, a lot of people who maybe don't have a, a firm opinion of what it's worth will get out. Get out. I, I can't take this anymore. Well, people who have a firm opinion, us, what are we doing? If we can buy it at 204 instead of 220, guess Done. what? Let's do it. Let's do it because we believe we know where it's going to be in the long run. And we saw a couple research reports that put a valuation on Berkshire at 250. So if we can buy it at 204 instead of 220, awesome. But not only in equities, but also obviously volatility can create premiums in options. And you know a lot about that, Brett. Yeah, and that's been a large part of what we've done the last two weeks. And we mentioned it on last week's podcast, but folks, when volatility increases, opportunities arise. And those are opportunities to buy stock, as as Spencer mentioned, and Berkshire Hathaway, by the way, that's not a recommendation. That's just an example. Uh, we do own it in our portfolios, but but that volatility does create those opportunities. A couple other things that I wanted to mention was on that chart. Uh, look at 1998. What a crazy year. The market was down 19%, finished up 27%. 2011, another example, more recent example, down 19%. We actually that year hit the official bear market down 20%, but um, intraday, but down 19% of its low, finished flat. And so you've got to know, you've got to realize that on average. The market's down 13.8% in a given year. That's the wrong time to sell when it's down, buy, sell options, take advantage of the volatility. And remember this, and this is an important principle, Spencer, volatility is the price you pay for returns. If you want to grow your portfolio, you're going to have to deal with an average of 13.8% volatility in a given year. So if you don't want volatility, Brett, obviously you go more fixed income. You go treasuries. You go T-bills. <laughs> we all know Brett's opinion of fixed income right now. Now, obviously, if rates go higher, his opinion might change. But for the last 10 years, rates have been so low that you feel like you're dying a slow death if you're in these bonds. So that's it. That's it. And it's not that I don't like fixed income. Look, here's the facts, right? If you can't withstand a 13.8% intra-year decline, uh, you're going to have to go fixed income. And what's your fixed income getting you right now? What kind of returns? Two and a half, three, Woo! three and a half. So here's the thing. Inflation at 3%, you're, you're not making any money. And then you need to use that money to live off in retirement? That's what I'm saying. It's a slow death exactly right. So the takeaway from today, Brett, first of all, I like your point. Volatility is the price you pay for returns. And then second of all, is this a crazier market than ever before? No. No, this is a very normal market if you look at history. It's important that you're with someone who can handle the volatility, walk you through the volatility, and has conviction and belief behind their investments that they can weather those storms and help you weather them as well. We at Iron Gate continue to hope to do that for you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out or concerns, call us at any time. Have a great week.
This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.